laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have such doubts. <laughs> All right, uh, movie time episode sixty-five with Anjanari and a special recurring guest, Aaron from Best Neighbors Podcast. Aaron, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me back, you guys. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Uh, it's actually the first uh, podcast we have with no movie, uh, yeah. no movie review. We're kind of just doing pop culture. We'll talk about some movie news, uh, TV, uh, reality TV, etc. And Practical Jokers want to get your guys' opinion on that show. Uh, okay, I I thought... we'll talk about that. I just want to talk about it, but um, okay. But uh, yeah, um, Ariana, I don't know if you want to kick it off with some Housewives talk, I would assume. Uh, yeah, okay. So like the only things I've watched this week are Roni and The Real mm-hmm. Housewives of Beverly Hills. And so, I mean, I, I have a lot of questions. I think like the most pressing question is, Aaron, do you think that Erica Jane is guilty? <laughs> I think she knows mm-hmm. exactly when and how much she knew. I don't know. Right. But this last week's episode, you it might as well have been her audition for Young and the Restless. Remember when Eileen got her on Young and the Restless? Yes. Because it was like with the mascara running down and like this other life. And I went to hug him and he doesn't hug me back. And I was just kind of like, <laughs> I am finding her so distasteful and atrocious to watch. The fact that she thinks okay i fully believe that tom is an asshole i think we all could see that their marriage was unconventional and weird and that she literally has said multiple times he funded her lifestyle fine but to pretend like that's the reason you're getting a divorce is wild to me and she shows no remorse for the victims whatsoever and if she talks about her tiny fucking house one more time that drives me nuts (laughs) it is bigger than the house i grew up in combined my apartment now like it's crazy and she really is like a PR nightmare. She is. Like in Hollywood, they have fixers. Like you have a scandal. Like that show that Anna, what's her face is on. It's all about, Fla- I think it's called Flack. It's mm-hmm. all about these people that you bring in when there's a scandal and how to um, kind of tell you what to say, how to handle your social media, um, maybe to go away for a while. Like, you know, James Franco had that. You know, yes. Somebody was just like, zip it. Don't say anything. Don't be anything. Just go away for a while. Yeah. Settle this lawsuit. And then a couple months later, peep your head out again. But um, she is a PR nightmare and she's not helping herself. She's really digging a bigger hole, I think. No. Yeah. I just, like I said, I just can't. And I'm getting a little, I love, so I love Brian Moylan. I, I bought his book. I read all of his recaps, like, but I am getting a little frustrated how much of like, he's throwing her a bone and all of the recaps. I know he is the co-wrote her book. He is kind of friends with her, but he, <laughs> I think he's not speaking freely. Yeah. I believe that. But I'm just like, come on, man. Like, this is just not like, you cannot be on her side right now. Like I, like I said, I don't really, I'm not going to like argue the legality of what she's doing, but like, she just looks awful. And like I said, the, 
I just, at the beginning of the season, I thought that the editors were like trolling her by like flashing to all of the wealth. But now I'm like, okay, they're giving her a lot of screen time to like air out this, the tears and the Tom was abusive story. And I'm like, okay, so do they, like, what are they trying to tell us? <laughs> I think they're giving her enough rope to hang herself. Yeah. Because she is. That's fair. I don't know anybody who's on her side. Yeah. And I know this is another thing is, okay. So Lisa Rinna, this is an, another, I don't know if this is a hot take. I detest Lisa Rinna. I haven't wanted to watch her in seasons. I'm over her. She annoyed the shit out of me last season. Like, and I, and I, I, Kyle, she's more tolerable this season, but I also like find what they did to Denise, to, to Denise so disgusting and so like homophobic in a weird fucking way. Like I just want Rinna off. I'm tired of watching her weird, like disordered eating things i'm tired of her like pandering to like the younger generation of people and like pimping her daughters out every episode her like excitement over (laughs) her daughter with an eating disorder yes um dating this predator yes you know like he's at the very least he's an a-hole yeah it's just I'm like, okay, you're really helping. Like she, I love when she was talking about how like, oh, the headline is off of the fact that she has an eating disorder. You're literally bringing it up again. She's only 19 years old. Like I guarantee in six years, this girl's going to look back and be like, oh, I really wish I didn't share that on national television with my mother. Like, And my mother should have been the one to say, you know what? That's private. Let's keep that, you know, in the family. But I just don't, I also have a real pet peeve about people who laugh at their own jokes mm. more than anybody else will. Yeah. And every interstitial is like, she'll say something just like she'll say, today's Tuesday. <laughs> I know she's got the can. I know you listen to Crappens, right? Oh, thank God. I do. I do. <laughs> they're, like, Rinna. <laughs> they're Rinna. Is this so. <laughs> she is just so annoying. She's like that annoying friend of your mom's that you're like, oh, okay, Mrs. All right. Yeah. And you, that you like her, but each season she gets more and more annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want her on the show. Um, See, thank God they had Kathy Hilton this season because she, I don't know, maybe she's calming Kyle a little bit. Like Kyle's more, you know, you can take Kyle more and Kathy's just a delight and fun to watch. And yeah, just being herself, being her yes. centric self. Garcelle's not really bringing that much. But I got to say, even with this, the, what is the, I'm tuning in for is Sutton versus Crystal. Yes. <laughs> The Erica Jane stuff is like, get out of town. You knew, you knew. Yeah. And even when you didn't know, you know now. Yeah. Make it right now. Yeah. Sell off those purses. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe trim Mikey's salary a little bit. I know. It's like, pay those families back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm said now that she has to. Her money is open, you know, fair game. Yeah. She's still tweeting like lies, defamation, allegations. I'm like, Erica, shut up. Exactly. Not. <laughs> You're not doing yourself any favors. And I think they're just kind of like, all right, let her, let her. Yeah, she's, she's screwing herself over. So that leads me to believe that like retroactively, I used to be like, okay, she's cool and she's smart. And like, now I'm like, okay, she like thinks she's very intelligent, but she's obviously not. Everyone said when they found out this news or like, they were like, oh, she's smart. She's so smart. No, you're not. If you have ill-gotten gains and wealth built on lies, don't go on a reality show. Yeah. It's because they found out, you yeah. know, like, same thing with Teresa Judice, but she's like got the IQ of a potato. So I'm not surprised about her. Uh, dumb But Erica is just like, everyone's like, oh, she's so smart. She's so savage. She's this. Not really. No. 
No, I don't think so. Um, okay. So in terms of, I, I kind of know your take on this cause I do listen to your podcast, but yeah, Sutton V crystal, like who are you coming down on? Like for on sides, like crystal I'm Sutton. team me enjoying mm-hmm. watching this. Yes. I think they're both wrong mm-hmm. and they're both right. So yes. I'm kind of just like, I just think crystal's a mean girl and which is great for the show. Like mm-hmm. she's smart. I can't figure out why she's there. Why are you yeah. hanging out with these old bras? You would never hang out with these old ladies. They're biddies compared to you. It's and tough. she's got money. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did say she had some kind of business in the beginning, but we've not heard another word about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do you just want to be famous? You just want the camera time? I, I can't figure her out. But yeah. I love that somebody like her, because the way she talks about her past and like the tough things she had to suffer you know, be Asian, Asian American in this country. And, you know, the story about her dad made me so sad, mm-hmm. but it takes somebody like that who has been teased and ridicules. And she probably wasn't the most popular girl in high school. Mm-hmm. You give them a little power, you give them a platform, they turn and they act like the biggest mean girl. Yeah. They would be more sensitive and nice, but um, old bird bones Sutton is not doing herself any favors either. <laughs> And I on this fight, but it's going on and on, and I'm still engaged and watching. The fight is so stupid. I I have to say, when I when Crystal first came on the season, the first episode, I thought this woman is insufferable. Now I like Crystal a lot. I love that she's self aware enough to actually not back down. Like that show has been stale and so like no one says anything. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle will never say how she's feeling. Rinna like pretends like she's honest, but literally just she just stirs the pot and then like starts an argument. Like and she Crystal rises at the drop of a hat. You know, yes. it's Tony. So I almost appreciate somebody being like, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna apologize yes. if you tell me to." Yeah, and and Sutton, woman, I don't care. <laughs> Sutton. Is, is a person who I feel like would really grate on my nerves if I knew her in real life. And I can kind of see why Crystal's like, I literally just hate you as a person. And like, <laughs> she's just like, like when she's like, you're awkward and inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. And somebody must have told her beforehand, she got in that great housewife trope is like, you're jealous. Mm, yeah. You're jealous of me. And it's yeah. really like Sutton's got a ton of wealth and she's doing okay. I don't think it's jealousy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that, but I liked how Sutton introduced, well, I don't like that. I don't like when they bring their kids on, but Sutton's daughter seemed really sweet. She seems so normal, like a normal rich kid. And I almost was like, get away from these crazy people. I know. Um, Okay. So because Angela's probably dying of boredom right now, this is my, this is. Angela's still there. (laughs) Yeah. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, we can hear you. I was was testing my mic. I I thought there was a mic issue. So uh, that was what I was preoccupied with. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So I just want to touch on Roni really quickly. Um, would you, if Bethany could come back, would you want her back? I would take Bethany because Bethany. I don't think she should come back. What? I don't think she's too big for housewives. Now she's too big. I kind of thought that the last time too, and she did kind of breathe new life into it. I, whenever they say bringing somebody back, like an OC, bringing Heather back, I'm like, mistake, mistake, don't do it. But there's something about Bethany where I think that platform is the best one for her. Mm -hmm. It sells the most in it. She's the best at reality TV. Um, can she get too much? Totally. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I do enjoy watching her and her other incarnations. She just hasn't hit. I think this is her niche. I think this is where she excels, but yeah, I really feel like we, we got to say goodbye to Ramona. <sighs> I know. I, I know we were emailing about the back and forth of like, if Ramona is getting fired, it's like, it, it keeps, I feel like they do that every season though. They're like, someone's getting fired. And then like, it never happens. I think that's what they do. I think Bravo floats out this rumor and they keep saying, who started this rumor? 
and it's Bravo. And they mm-hmm. want to test the waters and see what social media has to say. If they're, and I was so surprised at how many people were like, no, keep her going on. Like, no. Well, we got to see her get IBS every week. No, thank you. I know. I am so, I had to quit. I didn't watch Roni last season because I took Bethany's leaving very like hard. I am a huge Bethany fan. I, I know she's, she's very intolerable and, and self-obsessed, but she's kind of, she was kind of like my gateway into Bravo. Like I saw, I saw her on right. Roni and I loved her. Like she was honestly like very smart and like just self-aware and like, she's the only one who can give Ramona shit. None of these other ladies can keep she's up with Ramona. good at it. And yes. none of these ladies have a leg up on her. And now that she's rich, mm-hmm. they kiss her ass. They want to stay on her good side in a way. So that's an interesting dynamic where when she started, she was the low woman on the totem pole, mm-hmm. you know, and they all had, they just kind of treated her kind of poorly. Yeah. And yeah. now <laughs> they returned and they have to kiss her ass. But I, I would not be upset. I don't want them to bring Dorinda back though. No, I'm over Dorinda. She's okay. just too deep in the sauce. Maybe like her another Instagram season. Instagram is nuts. Have you, mm. Do you follow her on Instagram? It's no. It, it really is like you need some help. I've heard though. She, yeah, she was really likable when she first came on. But when I, I kind of saw when she started like freaking out about Heather Holla Thompson swearing like at that dinner a few years ago or whatever, I was like, okay, you, there's something wrong with you if you're freaking about out about someone dropping an f bomb when you're literally like out all night being a trash person, which is fine. But don't act like but you're she so classy. Sonia, her vagina is a Holland tunnel. Like what? It's so ruthless. Like she was yeah. so rude to her, and that was at a lunch, like a brunch. I know. I just don't care. I I think that she's probably really nice in person and she should stay off screen. Yes, I agree. Grounded. Um, Okay, last quick question is, I have not watched uh, Orange County in a few seasons. I think I dropped off mid-season when Shannon started talking about her weight gain because I literally could not take that every week of her talking about how fat she was. It was just too brutal to watch. I just want to eat. I know, and... So yeah, I, I kind of am considering watching it again. I, I hate Heather, but I'm like interested of maybe if there's like a slight shakeup, are you going to be watching? I gave up the season before. So this past season I did not watch and I was better for it. I didn't need to. Yeah. Um, Margo, who is my co-host on Best Neighbors, she did and she would fill me in and I'd be like, yeah, I don't need it. I, I don't need to watch it. Yeah. And I really feel like, and I say this every week, you know, on the podcast, if you mm-hmm. listen to I need, I think they need to do what they did to Top Chef years ago, where mm-hmm. Top Chef was on so much and everybody was into it, but then we got a little sick of it and they shelved it for a while and yeah. then we missed it and we couldn't wait for it to come back. And then when it came back, it was a big event. I think a lot of these cities need to be benched for a while. Yeah. I'm almost feeling like New York, honestly, the way it's going. I, I love Ebony, but like, that's a stale group of women and she made like, a mistake. At least give a Tinsley, give us something. I oh, love yeah. Ebony. Yeah. I would take Tinsley oh, back Ebony. in a heartbeat. I love her. Ebony's great, but she made a misstep this week when a lot of people were blaming, a lot of people are blaming her and Leah mm-hmm. for the ratings this season and saying it's their fault. I don't think that's the case. I don't like Leah this season. That's true, but it's not Ebony's fault. She's doing her best. Mm-hmm. But Ebony came out this week and said it's production's fault. Mm-hmm. And like, oof. They're not going to like that. Shoot yourself <laughs> in the foot. Every bad angle you're shot from, guess what's going to end up in the show? Yeah. That. So, yeah, sh- yeah. Oh, God, it's just imagine just being talking to that group of idiots, though. I mean, Ebony, God bless. Like, Luann is just so stupid, too. She's got to feel like, you know, um, and what was the what is Helen Keller's teacher, Anne Sullivan? Oh, she's yeah. got to feel like Anne yeah. Sullivan on the first day of teaching Helen Keller. Like, 
I'm never going to teach these guys water. They're never going to get it. Yeah. So she must be really frustrated. All right. All right, is that it? I think yeah, I think we're gonna wrap up there because uh, if I keep going, I'm gonna keep going. But that um, was great to hear your takes on that because I've been dying to get this. I out. think we're on the same page. <laughs> okay. Uh, you watch anything else, Aaron? Recently, or I watched. Um, I well, it's so weird and bizarre, but I love it. But Tim Robinson's the second season of I think you should leave. I hear that's really good. Yeah, I need it's to watch that. So nuts and so weird. And so inside his brain, but I just love it. I couldn't mm. wait for it to come back. I watched it all through like eight episodes. The episodes are like 18 minutes each. Mm. They're like really short. Yeah. And I think I watched the whole season of eight episodes in like one night and have mm. gone back and rewatched certain ones. Um, I just love his humor. I just think he's so weird and wacky and I, it's so different. And there's not a lot of, there's not a ton of sketch comedy on these days. There's like the Black Lady sketch show, which is very good. That just came back. But there isn't that much anymore. I know they're revamping Kids in the Hall, though. I think for Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that for them to come back. Yeah, know, is that uh, on a streaming service or what? No, yeah, wait. Uh, what's it called? On Prime. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He. I remember he was on. Tim Robinson was on SNL, and I think he was only on for one season. Like I think he was kind of, but I, he might have wrote for them for a while or something. But I remember he was on it, and he didn't do that well. I thought he had a couple sketches that were pretty funny when he was in them. But yeah, he was kind of like one of those one uh, season, and then they're out type of people. They said the first season of I think you should leave are all the sketches that they he tried oh, to yeah. get on SNL. And they're like no dice. Oh yeah, right, I now. mean. And it's not like SNL. I'm not even saying like SNL, like, oh, uh, SNL is so great because it's not. But uh, yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot more leeway. His, bizarre, his humor is so much more absurdist yeah. and weird and kind of funny. And I'm laughing out loud and I'm just constantly going like, you're nuts. Like, you're, mm. you're crazy. But he just makes me laugh. He's just, it's so silly and absurdist. And mm. I just think now, nah, boy, we need that more than ever. And then yeah. I watched last night the first three episodes of Dr. Death on Peacock. Wait, that came out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How is it? Oh. First three episodes, I got to say, Joshua Jackson and Kristen Slater are killing it. Uh-huh. Literally. And uh, Baldwin's <laughs> phoning it in. Oh, he feels like he's Alec just Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, it, he plays, he and Kristen Slater are the two doctors who find out that Joshua Jackson's character is a horrible doctor mm-hmm. and is committing malpractice left right and center and they're the guys who are kind of investigating and trying to get to the medical board to say this guy should not practice anymore and they're trying to stay ahead of he has all these surgeries and they're like we gotta stop and so none of mm-hmm. these surgeries happen and so there's like a ticking clock to it baldwin is just like mm, phoning it in it just it doesn't yeah. feel like he has so much potential too. And Baldwin's on, he can really, he can kill it. Like he, he has like some great performances in him. So that is surprising. Is that based on a true story or is this completely fictional? Yes. It's a, it it's a true story. It's a podcast that was a true story. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you watch, uh, did you, do you, are you into the true crime documentaries or not really? Tons. I'm okay. very did, into the true crime Did you watch the John Wayne Gacy one on Peacock? I watched, here's the thing. I also haven't signed up for like the paying Peacock. Yeah, so I, I did. Got a free episode because <laughs> I'm cheap. Yeah. But um, I'm just like, I'm just so resentful of like, I got to get another service. Mm, I know, I me too. I signed up for Discovery Plus. I just signed up for Paramount Plus. I have oh. Apple. I'm like, come on. I can't mm. do it. I just was like, oh. So <laughs> I did watch the first episode of that and I thought it was riveting. It, 
I I watched them all. I liked it uh, to an extent. I didn't think it was like you know it didn't blow my pants off, but it was it was pretty good. I mean, I didn't I don't know a lot about John Wayne Gacy. Like I knew a little the little stuff, but in terms of you know his history and, and this actually had interviews with him and everything, so which was freaky. Um, but uh, are you you're on Discovery Plus, so you must be must be watching uh, Pope Francis's show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my cue to watch <laughs> after I watched like the 18th thing on Jack the Ripper. Um, I did watch something called Relentless that was like three episodes. It could have been one episode. They dragged these things out. Too. Yeah, oh yeah. But Relentless was a true story about um, a girl who went missing and is presumed dead from this small decalb, I think it's decalb, Illinois. And her mother keeps having these like fundraisers and trying to raise awareness. Like people are forgetting about my daughter and I want them to find. So this uh, indie filmmaker, this woman from LA read about the case and was riveted. So she offered her services to make a film about this case to raise awareness again. Cause they're like, oh, we think that maybe that she was taken by this drug dealer to this other town was it no? Is it Ohio to Illinois? Maybe a town in the Midwest that's known for um, trafficking, human trafficking. So that's a rumor, and she's trying to investigate this. But as she's making this film and trusting the family, and then starting to go outside the family circle and interview other people, um, she's beginning to find out that the family's not a hundred percent above board, mm. and maybe what they're telling her is not are not the facts. Ooh, it's very uh, Durstian. <laughs> It's very oh god i fucking love i love durst <laughs> i think that's the t- the staircase and the and the jinx the staircase low. is great too ariana you didn't see the staircase uh, no we but we're just I, talking about it she hasn't seen it yeah i think i well yeah i think i should probably watch that that I feel one's like a weird I, yeah it's a weird yeah. one man um that is a weird weird one what was i gonna add what streaming service is that relentless on relentless is on discovery plus okay maybe i'll get a free trial i might do for a that. trial yeah <laughs> And then I watched um, like one episode of that um, Queen of Meth. That's also on Discovery oh. Plus. Oh, I wanted to, yeah. Arnold's sister, who was like the drug queen pin of wow. the Midwest. Mm. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. I kind of wanted to see that. Uh, the Keepers. Did you watch the Keepers on Netflix? That one's old. You like that, right? I thought it was very I good. Did. Yeah, I told Ariana to watch it. She's not interested. Okay, I didn't say that. It's just nuns. Um, oh, I did want to talk about. Okay, do we think that? the father from murder on middle beach did he kill the the wife yeah probably but we just haven't found out yet <laughs> he, but wasn't he in court so he hired somebody he had to have hired yes. somebody to do it right yeah right because that they was... said oh i he was in court mm-hmm. when that was all going down so he couldn't during the time frame yeah i i thought he didn't show up to the court date or maybe that was her that didn't show up to the court no, yeah she, 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 he she showed up. up and then she didn't because she was dead um yeah. And it was gotcha. weird because the signs are it is kind of overkill, and then they put the porch cushions over yeah. her lighter. So mm. I was like, oh, maybe it's that nutty sister. Yeah, I kind of thought it was the oh nutty sister. Oh my god, that too. sister truly. I was like, whoa. I was like, I mean, this woman's dark. Trying to throw the the niece under the bus. Oh yeah, the poor. Well, the niece was <laughs> the niece was a strange bird too, but that's probably because her mom died. You know, but, I think she was a strange bird, and she just wanted to get away. Yeah, find her own family, and thank God she met a nice guy. And mm-hmm. she's away from this mm-hmm. family. We, like, I, we and Ariana didn't really love the guy who was making the documentary for the first few episodes. He was very kind of like, I'm so cool. Right? Yeah. Yes. Like a young Scorsese, aren't I? <laughs> wink, wink. And I was just like, yeah. 
Um, he got better, but at the yeah. beginning, I'm like, okay, this guy's kind of annoying. But <laughs> he was sort of a plain Zach Efron esque sort of. Yeah, like he very, did kind of look like Zach. He, he, was, he was watered Efron down. Quality. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like I kind of also get frustrated where you don't give me to, like I I loved Unsolved Mysteries, the revamp, obviously. Yeah. But every time, like I made my sister watch it. Um, that first episode was like the government guy goes missing in the second batch. And, but she's like, but you don't find out. I'm like, yeah, hold on, stop. It's unsolved. Yeah. yeah. It's in the title. What that does when they give you a true crime documentary and they present it and they don't give you an answer. Mm-hmm. I get frustrated a little bit. Yeah, some of them I do. Yeah, some of them I for sure, I'm like, okay, this is too vague. You know, don't even give me like an indication as to where things are going. But I guess Murder on, Murder on Middle Beach, they got all the like the documentation. Yeah, so that's what. I don't know. Like, I hope that, that that should be solved. That's a solvable oh, yeah. case. Yeah. So I think I feel like if they bring it back, it might be just a short couple episodes because I don't know how they could drag it out. But they if they Maybe bring it back, do and, like what they did with I'll Be Gone in the Dark, that they just had that additional episode. Yeah, out, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like that. Wrap up. Yeah, that might be the case. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm watching all stuff that neither of you are going to be interested in. Uh, <laughs> Loki, the final episode, uh, awesome. Ariana, Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror is going to be. Ooh, he was him. so fucking good he's in so that ripped. episode. He's jacked, um, and he's going to be awesome as like the next big villain. Essentially, that's what he is. He's like the next uh, villain for all the all the movies. So he's going to be great. Um, Star Wars Rebels. It's a uh, it's an animated uh, Star Wars show. I enjoy it a lot more than uh, not a lot more, but in Clone Wars, which is a, another really popular uh, st- uh, animated Star Wars show. So I'm cruising through that. Less filler episodes, which is nice. Uh, less that I need to skip. And uh, I watched a new episode of Dave, uh, the Little Dicky show on uh, Hulu, uh, which is good. It's a good second season. I like the first season better. But uh, um, he had a good he Doja Cat was in this episode. Um, Interesting. And it was a really good, cool format. Uh, they were so they're both on a dating app and they matched each other and they were never together during the entire episode. But they showed their conversations going back and forth while each of them cool. are. uh are doing their own thing, you know, in their own lives. And I just like, sometimes when they have like text messages and shows, like showing the conversation, it's cheesy. And it's like, okay, this is kind of lame. They did it very well. I, I thought so. Uh, it was, it was a good episode. Um, that's all I'm really watching. So no movies this week. Uh, so yeah, we kind of wanted to get uh, your take Aaron on, on some of your favorite actors. I guess we, we did a top five. I don't have to be like listed top five, but it's up yeah. to you. Just like, yeah, um, a range of and, your favorite and you're me- actors. You're meaning, movies. um, you're meaning actors, uh, both male and female. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then um, your favorite movies. Cause we, we went over this in an earlier episode and I was actually, I came up with a list and I listened to my old, cause I didn't know if we were doing it. I know. I can't stuff. even remember what I said. I know what so my I number one movie episode, is. But... But, uh, but yeah, go ahead, uh, Aaron. Tell us, tell us what you like. I'm showing my age and okay. showing my taste and showing that I have a very dark, dark outlook. Obviously. <laughs> All right. For act- actors, De Niro, Yep. Will always be my number one. Always. Ariana, don't tell her <laughs> that. I moved to New York because I just wanted to live in the same city as Scorsese and De Niro. Yeah. Like, Ariana, hey, Ariana probably is like puking in her mouth okay, right now because she stop. can't stand Scorsese. I don't know. I didn't say I'm softened on Scorsese and De Niro. I just, I think I'm just, he, he, he's a little too sticky for me, but I understand like why you would like him. I'm not, he's I don't, great. I objectively know he's a good actor. I just can't. I'm hoping that that's going to lead to a certain movie on your top five, but we'll see. Oh, Dirty Grandpa? Oh, it's there. No. 
Um, <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> no, but I kind of love the fact that he has, after all these years and all these accolades and great performances, he still has that fear of like every job might be the last one. Yeah. So he just likes to work. So he mm. takes, and he's got a lot of kids to support too. So is he really? How many kids does he have? He's got like six. Oh. And they and grandchildren too. I'm so. sure they're doing all right. I'm sure they're yeah. yeah his sure son's in like New York okay. City real estate. He does really oh. well. And his oldest daughter, I forget what she's in, but yeah, I think they're doing well. I'm sure. But then she has he has um he has his youngest is like eight. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, that kid? always creeps me out. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But wow. he's he likes to work, so he's had some like sticky performances. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah. Bad choices. Hundred percent. But I think his good choices and his good movies far outweigh. I kind of give him carte blanche for the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh right. yeah, that's what I do. I mean, I do that with Nick Cage and Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just like you know that like the it's almost like their intent was true. Yeah, and they can be even in a bad movie, they're like the best in the bad movie. Oh yeah, they're still mm-hmm. the best part of the bad movie. But he's always there. And then Tom Hardy is interesting. Another. He's a hunk. He's Cross good. The board, amazing. Mm. Yeah, I like him. I'm pretty much. I like it. I like him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I kind of kept seeing him come up, and I'd be like, "Who is this guy? Who's that guy in Inception? Who's mm. this guy?" And he kept coming up, and then I saw him in like I think it was like a BBC version of Wuthering Heights that he was in with his a woman he ended up marrying. Wow. Um, and he and he was Heathcliff, and he was great. And then I saw Locke, which is him in a car for 94 minutes, it's just him. I mean, like really? it would have made a great play, but it's Stephen Knight, the director that he works with a lot. And it's him in a car going from somewhere in Wales to London. And he's a Welsh businessman who had an affair and this affair, affair resulted in a, an unplanned child. And he's going to the hospital because his, the woman he had the affair with is having the baby. And he's got to tell the wife explained where he's going on his car phone all while he's driving so it's amazing and he accomplishes so much with so little yeah it's amazing i kind of want to watch that honestly it's really good i think it's on if it's not on amazon prime it's on netflix it's on one of them and it's really really great okay yeah that is interesting i can't imagine how he makes that last for an hour and a half exactly it's so incredible because i was just like oh, i'm gonna last 10 minutes and i'm gonna probably turn this off yeah nothing doing i was riveted he's amazing and then after that i was like i'm mm-hmm. and for life he's amazing yeah he he uh gets uh overshadowed as a fantastic villain in the dark knight series like because obviously you can't really understand what Any- he's saying <laughs> I think, uh, well, first of all, the accent's crazy. Like, I don't know how he came up with that. Um, he kind of sounds like Sean Connery. In yeah. A <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, that's a good point. Um, but like, when you think about, obviously you have Heath Ledger and you can't really like measure up to that, but he, I loved him as a villain in uh, Dark Knight Rises and he's jacked as fuck in that too. So. Exactly. And I watched like one night I sat down and watched Mad Max Fury Road and I was mm. just like, I'm not going to like this. Yeah. Loved it. I hear it's amazing. I want to watch that. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I got, but I, I haven't seen the originals. I haven't seen yeah. the originals. I've seen the originals and I liked them a lot because I used to like Mel Gibson yeah. before he revealed himself to be the racist shit that he is. Yeah. Um, and also he just kind of went south. He used to be really like Gallipoli, Year of Living Dangerously. He was an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. But 
the first two Mad Maxes were great. And I were, I was fans of both of those. And then this, I thought, oh, I don't know when they go back and kind of muddy around with the formula. Mm. It was riveting. It was so mm. compelling. I loved it. Mm, okay. I really liked that a lot. This third actor is might be a weird choice, but I just think he's so great. And Mark Rylance. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look him up. Yeah, Angela, hit the Google. How do you how do you spell his last name? R Y L A N C E. I know you know him. You've seen him. Yeah, let's see what this guy looks like. Okay, I've seen yeah. Oh, and I just watched um oh fuck. The movie he wants Bridge of Spies. I just watched Bridge of Spies with him in it. I liked him. Boring, but he's really great. And he's he's good in film, but he's amazing on stage. Oh, and I've seen okay. him on stage like six times now, mm-hmm. I think. Um, he was in a play called Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he won the Tony for it. And he was just incredible. I saw it three times. And yeah. he was just he's just so powerful when you see him on stage. And then he did a couple of Shakespeare Shakespearean plays and repertoire at, uh, I think he did like Richard III. And I think he did... I forget the other one, but he was incredible in both. He was amazing. And he's just kind of like, he shows up in films and you're like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. And then after, um, he did things like no, nobody saw like the BFG and things like that. Like nobody cared, nobody saw it. Mm-hmm. But then he would show up like recently he was in the trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. That, and he was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that cast alone is just amazing they have so many great people in that cast and but he just blows uh, me away every performance and even like when he's in a bit part he's the best thing in that you know in that part yeah he's uh, also knighted by the queen so <laughs> sir <laughs> sir mark <laughs> sir mark rylands sir, mark mark sir david mark rylands uh waters um okay that's an interesting pick that's an interesting pick and this is kind of like because I was kind of like, oh, who else? And it seems so obvious because she's having such a moment. But Jean Smart. Yes. Jean Smart. I've loved her since she played Charlene Frazier on Designing Women. And she also did a TV movie where she played Eileen Mornos. I gotta watch that. And she was incredible. So she's great. Oh, and I then, loved her. Oh, I, I loved her in Mayor of Easttown. So great Mare, so great in Hacks. Hacks. Also Watchmen. I mean, she's totally having a moment. Yeah. And she's also incredible because she's filming Hacks. Her husband passed away in March. Yeah, I read that. That's sad. And like, so sad. And like, still like, did all her press junkets and did everything. And I I don't know how she kept it together. She is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. She looks fantastic. Like, she just has such an energy like yeah i loved her in hacks I lo- i'm dying for that to come back already <laughs> i thought the finale set up season two perfectly yes i'm so excited and i had no idea that Hein hannah einbender was lorraine newman's daughter yeah i didn't realize that either i think i was literally listening to your podcast when yeah, Margo like, told yeah, me that. yeah 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 i was like what <laughs> but yeah i like her too i i love meg stalter i She's I love funny. Meg Stalter. She's so funny. Her sense of humor is is literally like the most specific. Like it is so strange, but she's just it's like hilarious. I, I, I'm she's like a with Patty her. Harrison for me. Where yes. they're like so out there, but I enjoy everything they're doing. Yes, they're just but really yeah. Jean Smart's excellent. Yeah, excellent choice. I agree with that. I just thought like, <laughs> she's so great, and then I kind of was blanking. I'm like, who else do I always think? And because I thought of Jean Smart, and I was thinking of Designing Woman, Annie Potts 
is such a great character actor. She gets not near the accolades she deserves. And again, works all the time. I mean, I've never watched her on Young Sheldon, but she is gigging. Oh, no, 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 Young no, no, Sheldon. No, no, no. I've never watched not that. Talk I've never about... watched the spin-off, the, what show it's spin-off from. Oh, God, Bazinga. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. She has done TV movies. She's done features. She's, you know, the yeah, I'm looking secretary at her now. in Ghostbusters to mm. like, you know, she's just amazing. She has a great, the thing I love about her, she has a very cool way of, speaking and the way that she does something the way she says a line makes you forever say it just like the way she did like her mm-hmm. case there's something about i don't know i just always thought she was great and again greatest thing she's always the best thing in whatever she's in mm-hmm. and i feel yeah. like why doesn't she get like why don't the cohen brothers use her mm-hmm. because she's just as good as francis mcdormand she just doesn't get the high profile gigs yeah francis mcdormand stealing all those roles yeah. <laughs> that's for and sure but it's just like share. I mean, I know you're married to one of them, but spread the yeah. wealth. <laughs> oh, that's true. I always forget that. Oh my god, Francis, she's married to one of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. yeah. Joel, mm. I think nepotism. She <laughs> yeah, she's a character, though. I mean, Jesus. yeah. I watched her uh, Oscar speech uh, from a few years ago. I don't remember. I think it might have might have been from three Ebbing, uh, three billboards. And yeah, she is just a wild, a wild person. I don't know. She's she's, she's great. crazy. I hated that movie though. I liked it a lot. Why is she dressed like a mechanic? She works in a gift shop. <laughs> I don't know. I she don't does know. literally have that headband. That on a trumped up charge because of her, she leaves the friend to rot in jail. She doesn't go and oh, pick her up. True, like true. There's so much troubling about that movie. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff in that. Uh, I, I just, I thought it was compelling. Uh, I love the guy who gets pushed off the roof too, that actor from Get Out, uh, the breadhead. He's great. <laughs> Yeah. He's a little, oh my God. He's, he's a little a weird, shit from that yeah, fucking shit. He would show up everywhere. I haven't seen him in a yeah. while. What's he's he almost, do? he's almost like that guy, uh, Lucas Hedges. You know, he was in a bunch of like, uh, but Lucas Hedges, the, him and everywhere. Jesse Plemons just, just star in Oscar <laughs> yeah, winning Jesse or Plemons. Oscar nominated films, like yeah. pretty much <laughs> exclusively. And so does Lucas Hedges too. So, seriously. Uh, yeah. So Although that's your act. He, he, the last thing I saw Lucas Hedges in was that weird Steven Soderbergh movie on the boat with Meryl Streep. Uh, okay, wow. was that on HBO Max or something? Yeah. Or no? Okay, I almost considered early watching Early pandemic. It was very yes. early pandemic. And I was like, why? Are, what is this? What is yeah, this it seemed like a so very, no one talked about it. It was like, <laughs> we forget about that. <laughs> I didn't really get it. It was weird. Okay, was so that's weird. five for you? That's five? That's five. Okay, let's, let's, go, to, let's go to movies. Movies, um, and these won't be, the first two will not be surprises. Goodfellas? Yes. It's Ugh. so well done. My number one frame. It's perfect. It's, it's a perfect, perfect movie. Perfect. perfect. I, every time it's movie. on, I will flick it on and just be like, yep. Me okay. too. I, I love it. Um, the second one would be The Godfather. Hmm. Okay. I've Again. seen The Godfather. I haven't seen two or three. Uh, Who's good? Don't bother with three. I've heard that, but I heard everyone says two is better than one. A lot of people think that. A lot of people yeah. feel that. I kind of yeah. liked it because... You go back to Sicily and you get the yeah. reason of Don Corleone, but Which is cool. the first is so I don't know. There's something I enjoyed so- it. It, it. It it was a little for me, and this is gonna be like ageist, but uh like when we get into movies in the 70s, sometimes it's a little hard for me. Like it's it's weird because I love Goodfellas, like Goodfellas is my number one movie. And once you get back a little too far and the the film is kind of grainy and the dialogue maybe a little slower, like I just compare the two and like Goodfellas is like 
um, it's just a little more fast paced. I don't know, a little, a little more energy in it. Uh, whereas the Godfather's you think it's that great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And I maybe I just need to watch it again and another like in another perspective because I was I don't know how old I was when I first watched it, but um, I mean it, it deserves to be on the list. That's for sure. It's yeah. great performances from multiple actors. It yep. kind of sets the tone, like where the Godfather set these mafia movie tropes. Mm -hmm. So does Goodfellas. Um, incredible camera work mm -hmm. with that one long shot that goes on forever as he's going through the Copacabana. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Oh, that's so. Uh, don't that's you love masterful film Lorraine Bracco? Don't you love Lorraine Bracco oh, in that? She's so good. Yeah, she's excellent in that. Cameron! Yeah, I love, I love her. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so good. So that one, no surprise there. I think yeah. those two are on a lot of people's lists. Mm -hmm. um, the third is Jaws. Ooh, okay. I like again, Jaws. We like I Jaws. Watch it again, every time I turn it on TV, I'm like, I own this. Well, I, but I'm going to sit and yeah. watch it with commercials. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just love that movie too. And I feel like that's a typical Steven Spielberg where there's so many things that if that were remade today, they would cut so much out of it. Yeah. And it would be the best parts. Mm -hmm. Like there's just one scene with like, Roy Scheider, he's really, you know, losing the battle against the shark and he's at his kitchen table with his little kid mm. and he's just doing like going like this and the kids invitating him. They mm. would totally cut that out today. Yeah. Maybe like that's extra yeah. needed, but it conveys so much of what he's going through. Mm -hmm. And it's such a sweet moment that I'm so, I love that scene every time I see it. Um, okay. That's not, yeah, that's on a lot of people. So um, the sweet hereafter, Adam Agoyan. 1998 sweet hereafter okay the reason i like this is because this was an example that i would always use and a lot of people used to use the godfather but i work as a uh, a literary scout so i'm mm -hmm. looking for books that could be you know translated to movies or tv and the godfather is a great example of that of like a movie that's better than the book and that's always because everyone's like oh the book's so much better it's mm. But I feel like there are a few examples of like a good filmmaker took a good book and made it even better, made it better, like add, add more layers to it. Mm -hmm. And The Sweet Hereafter is that. It was a book by Russell Banks that was a story of um, this bus. It was supposed to be in upstate New York. It's in Canada in the movie, but it's upstate New York school bus that goes in the middle of winter, goes off the road and into a lake and all the school children, or all but one school children of the town dies. Oof. One child and the bus driver survive. That's it. And the movie starts with Ian Holm plays this lawyer who comes to town. And you don't know if he's really trying to help these people. He's trying to gather everybody in a, a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to get it. And you're like, is he really trying to help them? Or is he kind of a shyster? Like you can't really figure out what's going on. And then he has a story with going on with his daughter who occasionally pipes in and you see a little bit of that story, but it's him trying to rally these people in the town. And Sarah Polly is in it. She was very young. She was like a teenager when she was in it. And she plays the one girl who survives Mm -hmm. And it's you get all these different people in the town stories and backstories. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just really, it's beautiful. It's so sad. It's heartbreaking, but it's unbelievable filmmaking. I'm, Adam McGoyan is a great filmmaker. 
98 percent on rotten tomatoes this sounds like something i I love a depressing movie there's something wrong with me but this sounds like something i would love (laughs) it's dark and it's cold and it's winter and you see all these like people and how their lives interconnect and yeah it's Mm. really good it really is good and great performances too okay all right i think ian holm was i think ian holm was nominated for an oscar for it Mm. okay i like ian holm so that was really good. And then the last one is To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. Going to classics, Saren. Three lists on this list that are books mm-hmm. that were made into the place. Yeah, that's not, that's a pretty good, but why no Harry Potter's on your list? No. <laughs> <laughs> it would be if it were a list of 10. Yeah. Maybe the first one. <laughs> maybe the fourth one. The ones where they start to get dark. Maybe yeah. Probably good. Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of yeah. Fire. Yeah. They started getting a little, when Cyrus Black came on the yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. <laughs> Way the, too old for that. We, we, yeah, we do, uh, we do pre, pre-Mank Gary Oldman and post, like he's got now, because Mank, we hate Mank, but we like, we love I him. I could not it, get through it. Now, David so Fincher bad. films, and I almost yeah. put Zodiac on here. I love David Fincher. Ooh. Yeah, me too. I just could not make it through. I tried no. three times. We it watched the horrible. whole thing through because we, we were reviewing it, but man, it sucked. It was a t- that was a slow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could not. It looked great, but we were so excited yeah. for it. We were like, "This looks like so Me cool." Too. Fincher, Oldman, I know, old Hollywood. I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Couldn't yeah. Think. See, see the studios. <laughs> see the muckrakers. Oh, I know. It's a flop. <laughs> love old. Like though. a sketch. Mm-hmm. Like a really bad comedy show is bad. Oh, bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Good list. I mean, that's, uh, you got some variety on there for the sure. The most recent one I have is 1998. What's wrong uh, with me? I, I like, like a lot of movies movie. in the 90s. Yeah. Um, but as of I recently, the 2000s. <laughs> a lot of indie films I've been watching, you know, a lot of, in- we, I feel like we've been watching a lot of indie films from like 2010 to 2020 uh, around that, you know, the, the 2010s, I feel like has been a lot of stuff we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of stuff that I've been getting into. So, what were uh, on your list? What were the were there any more recent ones like ones yeah. from ten on? I'll on pull Lady mine. Bird. We both love Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. Um, hold on, I have it listed. Somewhere. Midsommar is like one of my favorite movies. Uh, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that. Do you like horror movies, Aaron? I'm I'm more of the psychological horror. Yeah. I'm more of like I like Get Out. Yes. Instead mm-hmm. of like, I mean, I do like you know I'll watch a Paranormal Activity or something, but. When it gets gory, or yeah, yeah, like it's a either. gory movie, but it is very. I can't do the gore. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's, it's definitely it's it's, a it's film. artistically it a gory, film. but yeah. it is a yeah. it's one of my favorite movies. It's a that Ari Aster is. I'm so excited for his career. Like he makes the just that movie is just so beautiful and like it's a crazy movie. It's a Aaron. complex movie. It's just it's so good. And Florence Pugh is just oh my god. Yeah, I love her. She's, She's great. really good. Yeah. yeah. She's really good. I don't like her dating Zach Braff, but no. everything else about her. <sighs> no, she Same. deserves so much better than Zach Braff. I have a real problem with that age difference. Yeah. I know. He's a weirdo. He um, seems weird. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Goodfellas is my number one. Um, I've got yeah. I've Grand Budapest Hotel is one of my favorites. That's a good um, I mean, I'm taking off any Star Wars or Marvel movie because right, like because then you could do the whole Lord I of the Rings. Look, we yeah, Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings. We didn't put. I mean, like the, Harry Potter. All those are could all be favorites. But um, you know what? One movie I watched that I loved. I haven't rewatched it yet, but was Sound of Metal. Uh, with Riz, Ahmed. I love that. That was one oh. of my favorites of all the Oscar movies. Oh my god, it's so good! Like, I wanted him to win too. Me too. Like, I, nothing against Anthony Hopkins, mm. but he already won twice. I, 
he's great. It's a great performance. The father. Oh, the father, though. That oh, performance God, was stone cold bummer. Yeah, that was a, a the bummer, most devastating thing I've ever holy watched. Holy shit. I mean, <laughs> that last scene when he is just fucking bawling, like, oh, my God. I was God. like, OK, I get so why hard. you won the off. Like, yeah. you're just that fucking I mean, he's good. amazing. And he's another yeah. one who's so good all the time. But. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on my list. Um, you had good I mean, fellows, didn't you? School of Rock. School of Rock. We love School of Rock. I love School of Rock. My friend worked as the Kitty Wrangler on that. Oh my really? god! He was, like, so cool. of, he was an assistant to one of the producers, and yeah. but they said like you ha- you wrangle all these kids. So oh sad god. that the drummer died like, recently. Heaven and yeah. the motorcycle accident. Mm. That was so so sad. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, lady. We we have a lot of we share a lot of. Uh, movies that we like i loved portrait of a lady on fire i wouldn't oh, say it's like my top no, five good. favorite i really enjoyed that too i thought that was uh, very well done i really enjoyed that uh, you know what i forgot because it's so small and indie loving vincent that's one of my i've more- heard of that okay but I I, yeah i've heard of that too i feel like i need to i feel like it's on hulu yeah i feel like it- i've seen it pop up it took 10 years to make because what they did mm-hmm. is they oh. shot the film. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Okay. No? We need. But that's a different one. Oh, that's no. Okay. Oh. Who's. He plays Van Gogh. says it. Van Gogh. Oh, okay. Something else. And he got nominated for it. But Ooh. Loving Vincent is an animated movie. Oh, okay. Well, they, did, they shot it in film and then they had artists paint over the film as if, like, in the style of Van Gogh. Oh, that's wow. That's so cool. I would love that. Yeah. I love, yeah. But, like, Chris yeah. O'Dowd is in it. And it kind mm. of follows a loose story mm-hmm. um, of somebody trying to get a letter from, I think it was from Vincent to Theo, his brother. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so beautiful. And uh, like, Helen McCrory, RIP, is in it too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. RIP. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. She's great. Okay. Uh, well, let's get to a couple movie news topics here. Yeah. Uh, RIP Vismarkey, um, Dead at 57. Um, Proud, goofy rapper, uh, DJ, producer, um, just a friend, obviously, is like his, his biggest hit. Uh, earned him, you know, his nickname of Clown Prince of Hip Hop. Uh, sad, um, Very sad. obviously. No, he's so young. Mm-hmm. But they're, uh, yeah, they didn't say his cause of death. I don't no. know. The they New York Times said that, um, I read an article, and they said that he lost 140 pounds because he had diabetes. So oh, wow. he lost a ton of weight. And you think that would help? Thing. Mm-hmm. I, I well, I thought that was kind of a weird and sort of annoying placement. I thought it was weird that like the paragraph after they said like they won't say the cause of death that they're sort of like leading us to believe it has something to do with his weight. But I'm like, why are you bringing this? In? Like, I don't know. It just felt like a, I was like, don't like put that. It makes you infer something. But I know if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, don't it's it's sad though. He oh, God, I know that that song is just so like everyone knows that song. <laughs> just yeah, a friend. I know. They yeah. had a resurgence recently. I know. Sampled in something else. Or somebody redid it. Um, so I, I put Impractical Jokers on here just because I want to get your opinion if either of you have watched it before. So I'm at the gym and it's on TV all the fucking time. And I, it's these, if you haven't seen it, it's these like three to four middle-aged like white comic pranksters. who like Ghost Brother, one of them? Oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe Casey, Casey Jost. I think that's Colin Jost's brother. Okay. Okay. Uh, I hate it. Um, I hate (laughs) prank shows like that kind of humor. Like they're like, Oh, uh, go out on the streets in New York and we'll, we'll, uh, and sit in a a fetal position and we'll tell you things to say to the oncoming, uh, I just think it's so Mm. stupid. Like, I'm sorry if you like that show and you're listening, but ugh. 
gross. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. I'll- I've seen it once. Like it was just it was just a marathon. The thing that I always get confused about is like, are you like, can, are they real? Like, can you just film people like reacting to shit? Like, you do you need consent for that? You or like, yeah, you have to get a release sign. Yeah. Don't you? Yep. yeah. So I just get confused about like how much of that is like. It's reality. So you never yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. I don't think I have really an opinion on it. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> it's still going, right? Oh, people like it. People like it a lot. It's it's popular on TikTok. TikTok I see a lot of yes. young people like Impractical yeah. Jokers. I'm like, okay. It's no Billy on the street. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Clips from that make me laugh so I know. fucking hard. Yeah. I know, uh, still after all this time, him and Amy Poehler running around dressed as Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so funny. Um, Nick Cage's new movie, Pig, is getting... <laughs> rave fucking reviews like people are saying it's his best performance in years i cannot wait to i want to see this i think it's out already yeah have you have you heard of this i think i heard of it but i did not see a trailer or anything yet. <laughs> we saw the trailer and we were watching the trailer a couple weeks ago and we're like is this gonna be good like yeah because it's an absurd story like he's he like a guy who, he he loses his truffle pig and he's like trying to get it back and apparently it's he it's amazing so oh, I'm so excited. He's one of my favorites. So oh, I want to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it totally. Um, <laughs> wh- okay, so Wes, uh, can Con is it Con's film? Can I mean what? What's oh, the, the Can Film Festival. The Can. Okay. Well, yeah, can. I don't know. I never heard how to say it. Um, the uh, Wes Anderson's crew. Uh, I mean, it's the same people that are in every movie. Uh, they made a. Uh, they kind of uh, burst onto the scene at at Con. Uh to a nine minute standing ovation for uh, French dispatch. I watched the trailer. Um, I just want to kind of say who's in this fucking movie. Uh, it's Timothy Chalamet, Francis McNormand, uh, Owen Wilson, Benicio del Toro, Tilda Swinton, Angelica Houston, Cirsa Ronan, Defoe, Ed Norton, Henry Winkler, Jason Schwartzman, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, Moss yeah. Christoph Waltz, Liev Schreiber, Adrian Brody, Bill Murray. And there's more that I'm not like saying they're not as big, but their names the half of those people weren't even listed in the main casting. They're just like in for like a fucking scene. The first question I have is how much are they getting paid? Like what are the budgets for is the most of his budget spent on getting these actors or do they like just want to be in a Wes Anderson film? So they just take less money, right? Like they're doing it for whatever day rate they're getting because they want to be in a cool, funky Wes Anderson movie. And they also know that he, hires the same people again mm. and again and again and they yeah. want to be kind of in that troop and they'll do it for less than a normal rate just that's to be what I figured because they always go to can mm. they always go to the new york film festival toronto mm. they're in all the festivals they get lauded um yeah. i think he spends most of his money on art direction i figured that that's what i figured but i had to ask do you watch the both watch the trailer thoughts i yeah. watched the trailer i mean i looks great i mean it's your typical wes anderson it's just amazing the I know everyone says it. It's been said before, but the way that he fucking thinks of things, the way he builds a world is just incredible. Like he, it's just such a specific vision that he executes Mm. in every movie. And like, I love these quirky, weird actors. And like, even if they have one line, it's just so worth it for like the cameo. Like it's just, Mm. yeah. Somebody's got to keep Adrian Brody employed. I love Adrian (laughs) Brody. But I like Adrian Brody. Nobody else is. Yeah. Somebody's got to do a job. He was in The Pianist and then that was it. That was it. (laughs) Anybody else there for it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was no. He didn't even play the village idiot in the village. Oh, 
Remember? Yes, the village. That is a wild alert. How yeah. could that was one of your lists? Uh, Honestly, well, it should have been Ariana's. Ariana fucking loves that movie. <laughs> okay, I'm saying that I haven't watched it in a long time, but I think that it actually conceptually was an interesting. I don't think it's all bad. Okay, I think conceptually was interesting. I thought the marketing was actually smart because we all thought it was a horror movie. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but I I went in there and I don't know what about it made me go. Oh, this is this is current day. Like this is an old timey. Mm. Like I just knew like right away. I'm like, oh, they just probably separated themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like six when I watched. No, not yeah. six. But I, I, yeah, I think because I watched it when I was so young, I was like, this is so compelling. You, you saw through the Shyamalanian twist. <laughs> yeah. You well, either of you see old his new movie? <laughs> we we talked. Well, we just we, we just know. reviewed um, <laughs> Sixth Sense not that long ago, and I fucking love that movie. But it's so good. It it's is. so I good. That on my list. That would have been a good. Very well, uh, 90s too. It was like 90s. Yeah, so good. Movie. Yeah, yeah. But old man, it looks hilarious. Um, he just he he's made some absolute fucking stinkers, but he's also what he's what I looked up, his budget to like his profit margin is amazing on these movies, though. Like he I think it was like split, he spent like t- like to nine million dollars and made like yeah. four hundred more four hundred million. It's crazy. Um, so he, he has a talent. Uh, for that and but he's made a lot of stinkers yeah. <laughs> uh, so French Dispatch we're all excited I think is yeah. safe to say uh, Timothee Chalamet I'm, he's kind of getting on my hate list not because he's bad he's a great actor him. he kind of reminds me of that theater kid in high school who was really popular and very talented but he was kind of a douche but nobody corrected him and now he's just yeah. kind of like all up in your fucking face that's what he kind of reminds me of <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I can see where you get that vibe from him. Totally. I, I mean, he's very talented. I, I love. I like him in the stuff he's been in, uh, but he just he needs to like settle, settle down. Uh, windfall. Or just something that's maybe not so art housey. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him in a fucking. I want to see him in Dune. Let's get him in a, in a Marvel film, baby. I'll, yeah, I'll watch that. Like that. <laughs> very God. commercial. That might not be in the Marvel or DC universe, but something yeah. like that. Let's see him do, you know. I want to see him stop being a hunched over, mumbling, skinny kid. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. Show some range. Yes. <laughs> he is, I will agree that his range, the most energy I've ever seen him was Little Women. Little Women, yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of like a Lee Keith Stanfield in a way. Like we were talking about yeah. Lee Keith Stanfield, like we love him, but he also kind of has like one one mode. Like yeah. kind That's of mumbling. That's why what Knives Out was so different from yeah. him. I think yeah. It, that was the most energy we saw. From yes, him. I would agree with that. Out. Right. Uh, uh, Windfall. It's a uh, modern day noir starring Jason Siegel, Lily Collins, and Jesse Plemons. Uh, our thick boy, Jesse. Uh, Jason Siegel developed the story. The film is uh, already completed, apparently. Uh, Charlie McDowell is the director. Um, Siegel also developed the story with a script by Justin Later and Andrew Kevin Walker. Windfall confidently calls itself a Hitchcockian thriller uh, and follows a young couple whose vacation home is being robbed. I haven't seen Jason Siegel in anything in a while, so I'm excited yeah. for this. I don't know. I like him. I like Jesse Plemons. Lily Collins, I have no like opinion of. So. I'm distracted by her eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she kind of. I still don't know how to feel about her. I also am like, why does everyone need to describe themselves as Hitchcocky? And you should not be describing like. Just let yourself be a movie, and, and people will decide. Make the comparisons exactly. Let them make the comparison because I get that like a lot of times of publishing. Everybody tries to describe their collection of <laughs> essays as David Sedaris like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every time they say that, they're always wrong. Yeah. So let other people say it. You don't. 
I, I'm interested to see him or uh, Jason Siegel that is being behind something like this. I don't know if he's ever been behind more of a serious film. Uh, so I and I think he's a creative. So I think this could be I, good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I'm used this. to seeing him as a goofball. So yeah, right. I mean, for, forgetting Sarah Marshall is fucking amazing. He's so funny in that. Um, MTV is reviving Cribs. Uh, I mean, this, I don't know, Aaron, were you into like the True Lives, the uh, the MTV Cribs, the, what was the other one? Um, Pimp My Ride. <laughs> Pimp My Ride. What'd you say? Diary. Remember they did? No. You I think don't. you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> this is the Diary of Jennifer Lopez. Oh, they, oh, they, oh, I think I kind familiar. of vaguely remember that. And yeah. it would follow them. And it was just like, yeah. no, your life is pretty much yeah. exactly as I thought. <laughs> I mean, I wish they would bring back like True Life. Um, yes. That was so good. And what I was know. the show where they coached somebody into doing something? I want to be like a. What was oh that yeah, um, Made. Made. Made yes, was good yes, too. Exactly. Made. I wonder if they're on Paramount Plus because Paramount mm. Plus has the reunion of the real world. And I think I haven't checked it out yet, but I think you can watch all the old seasons of the real wow. world. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out because I will easily cancel too. Peacock and get Paramount Plus yeah. if it means <laughs> we get some old. Because I've been wanting to watch like the old maids, the True Lives, the, uh, the I love old great. and yeah, and MTV Cribs. Like you get some. I mean, if you get the right celebrity you want to watch, like of course you're not gonna watch every single one, but like you get the celebrities you like or those celebrities who are super rich. It's fun to watch their fucking homes. I like it. Mm, I want to see Lady Gaga's house. Yeah. I don't know though. I feel like social media has taken the place of a need for cribs. That's true. true. Um, I would watch, of course I would watch Lady Gaga's cribs though. I mean, if she has a cribs, but I'm like, who are they going to get here? Like, is it, are are we going to get these celebrities? We're probably, I hope we don't, it's probably going to be like, people like gen z like celebrities that we don't really know or like bts or something yeah yeah, yeah which... stuff that we don't know mm-hmm. right. and yeah. uh i mean we'll see i don't I, mean, I don't know what platform it's gonna be it's just gonna be on tv because if it's on tv i won't watch unless it's gonna be released on streaming but which i don't know where it would be so <laughs> if it's mtv it would be on paramount plus because mtv paramount yeah. viacom yeah yeah aaron did you ever watch the on VH1, the top 100 countdowns, like top 100 uh, hip hop songs of you know of all time. Really? I am try been trying to find. I used to watch those all the time yeah, when I was younger. Like top hits of the 80s, yeah. 90s, 2000s, one hit, wonders. one hit wonders. You're great to have on at the gym. Like yeah, and I thing. and I love like I, it. It kind of just introduced me to a lot of older music or artists that I you know wasn't necessarily familiar with. I can't find that anywhere to you watch can. it anywhere. Like vh1.com can't find it. Uh, Check on YouTube. Daily Motion. Daily Motion, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they have some Daily weird, Motion. like regurgitated yeah. reality TV that people <laughs> I'm upload. I'm amazed by what's on YouTube. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Because I, I love this one podcast, Monday Afternoon Movie with Sam Pancake. Mm-hmm. And he does old TV movies from the 70s. Mm. And they're all on YouTube. I mean, yeah, you can find some quality, good stuff. Yeah. But they're there. Okay, maybe I'll have to look on. Uh, maybe I'll have to examine. YouTube. You're gonna have to go in the sketchier parts of the yeah. web because when <laughs> when people like try to when something cannot be found, it's usually because someone's actively trying to get it ripped from the face of the universe. There's but right there's people out there who can, yeah, yeah, yeah they can yeah. find it. Uh, so I don't really know that much about this next story. So yeah. Hunter echoes Millie uh, Millie Bobby Brown remarks spark outrage. So from what I understand. Mm-hmm. There's photographs that emerge of them kissing. Uh, this guy, Hunter Echo, is a TikTok star. I had to He's... click on the link because I was like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that? He, he was 20. She is 16. 
uh age of consent in california is 18 obviously it's it's an interesting uh that's a it's a weird age difference um so like people were like what the fuck you're he's a predator but then he like went off on a rant saying like basically like fuck you like i lived in her house for eight months her parents were okay with it blah 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 what else did he say didn't he say some other shit Ariana? he said some like i think he made some he he made, made some, some like, reference to comments. sexually yeah he's like i groom people were like you groomed her and he's like yeah i know or something like that like he, very strange um, I know. I kind of always saw her as a very, I don't know. Like she, she, she seems kind of desexualized in my mind and it feels kind of, she feels de- she's 16. De- well, yeah, she's 16. Like I associate her also with stranger had, things. She also had to grow up very fast. That's what like I mean. She's just, on like social media and all mm-hmm. this. And like, you're trying to keep up with all these like adult celebrities, you know, I, I yeah, feel like she de- her, she definitely dressed. She doesn't dress yeah. 16. Mm-hmm. Kind of acted. But I didn't know who he was. So yeah, I had to look. Well, that was a big clap of thunder. I had to look him up. Mm-hmm. But if you're 20, if you're a 20 year old guy and you're dating a 16 year old girl, what is wrong with you? It's so sick. It's so sick. That is like, I, but also like, aren't his friends like, dude, what's your problem? Like, dude, you're you're a TikTok star with 1.8 million followers. You can't find somebody like who's 20 or 19 or 18. There's always some girl who like at your high school would invite her like 20 year old boyfriend yeah. to prom. Oh, yeah. Goes, Whoa, loser. Why <laughs> that's creepy. As fuck. You? Like, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very problematic yeah i know uh angela doesn't love millie bobby brown <laughs> no but and i don't really have an opinion on her either way i liked her in stranger things but i just yeah like i said it's just fucking sad like it's I just like her, i like you said like i like yeah. her stranger things i liked nola holmes oh right i heard yeah, that was yeah. very good yeah i haven't seen do it. another one so i'm yeah. like i'm psyched because i like those books too and that's so. wait is that henry cavill in that or is yeah. that okay yeah, i was thinking sam what's his face sam claffin Mm, okay henry cavill yeah jack out of his fucking mind um what what was i gonna say yeah millie by around was in the uh, new um godzilla movies uh i mean the script isn't meant for acting i mean this is just you know big things fighting big things but uh she just was she kind of played like a dakota fanning in war of the worlds just screaming the entire time uh but uh yeah i mean it's 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 regardless of whether i like her or not i mean this mm-hmm. dude's a yeah and lock him up with army <laughs> hammer lock him yeah, year old no there's put them all in the same put them all yeah, in the put them in the clink cell. with each other <laughs> <laughs> um greece prequel uh rise of the pink ladies uh gets series order at paramount plus the Grease prequel takes place four years before Sandy and Danny's relationship throws Rydell High into a tailspin. The hour-long musical comedy uh, will highlight the rise of the original four pink ladies, Rizzo, Jan, Marty, and Frenchie, long before they had to whip into shape the clean-cut new girl from Australia. The 10-episode series is written and executive produced by creator and uh, atypical and transparent alum Annabelle Oaks. Uh, Marty Bowen and Eric Feig will also executive produce for Temple Hill and Picture Start, respectively. Uh, both are also working with Paramount Pictures on the Grease prequel movie <laughs> Summer Lovin'. Um, first of all, is are all these high, uh, high schoolers going to be like 50 like they were in the original <laughs> Grease movie? Like Rizzo was literally like 35. Even as a child watching yeah. that, I was like, what are you, 40? Yeah, seriously. And I just looked it up before we started recording. Soccer Channing was 34. Jesus Christ. When she played Rizzo. Oh and how old? God. And then the other dude, the, the guy who ended up, I think he ended up paralyzed, right? From a car accident. It was, um, what's, uh, John Travolta's friend. 
Yeah. yeah. He, uh, Conway, Jeff Conway, yeah. from drinking. I think it was drinking. He was that. on the, yeah. he was on Dr. Celebrity Drew? Rehab. Yeah. Yes. He was yeah. on Celebrity Rehab. And I was like, this is so sad. Uh, but he looked, you know who, you know who also was 100 years old? The guys that they were racing, the guy uh, with like, oh, the back hair. Oh, that guy was like, and the, and the woman that he was he like, get a senior discount. Yeah. That guy. Those guys were like fucking in the, you know, fucking in the, the, I mean, the, the crazy, yeah. Crazy skin. Yeah. Yes. He did. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on this? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we need anything else in the Grease universe. Like, I just don't really care, like, to have this much, like, a prequel, a 10-episode series. with So much of Grease is the nostalgia. I just don't know if we want to mm. breathe life into this again. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if we need it. I, yeah. I kind of am a little <laughs> tired of every studio being trying to Marvel or Star mm. Wars Yes. their IP. Yeah, you can't do not it. Not everything fits. No. Yeah. And not everything needs a prequel, a sequel, mm. a sequel, mm -hmm. whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. We don't need it. But there's some material that does, and if they do something interesting, it's like, okay, well, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see that. That's kind of cool. But I don't know about this much. Yeah. <laughs> no. But there are a lot of people who are Greece stands like they mm -hmm. will they fucking love Greece the musical theater community which I'm like yeah. a little bit a part of like they fucking love that shit tune in I would tune in to see an episode just to see how they did at least these TV makers these like from atypical I would be interested to see how yeah they I watched the first season of atypical uh it was pretty good uh, it's on Netflix um but uh I I uh I think I'm after this podcast, I'm going to cancel Peacock and get Paramount Plus and just start browsing and see what the fuck they've got on there. Because, <laughs> I mean, if they've got some old MTV, they also have is a quiet place too on there. Oh, I, I kind of want to because I, I thought it was getting but, or it's supposed to be put on there. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. I, I did watch quiet place the first one very recently, and I liked it more than I thought I would. So uh, I do want to see the second one. Killian Murphy. Um, OK, I think that's it for our for that's it um, yeah we covered we, a lot though we did <laughs> sure cover did. a lot we did that was longer than i expected um okay well thanks for coming on aaron tell us where we can find you best neighbors thank you so much for having me on yeah. again i really appreciate it and i always yeah. love talking to you guys yeah. um i am at best neighbors podcast you can follow us on instagram we release episodes it's my neighbor friend and i we've been doing it we've been neighbors in brooklyn for years we do once a week we kind of go over our pop culture picks and what mm -hmm. we're watching reading streaming you name it and we kind of discuss everything so it's best neighbors podcast on instagram twitter and we also have a, a facebook page too fantastic again thank you so much for coming on yes. we always love talking yeah about we it. love talking and i always tune in on monday so yeah. <laughs> tune in tune in <laughs> yes uh, tune in so thanks for coming on i'm sure we'll have you on again yeah we're, we're, we'll, we'll so we have to in. have you on my, my <laughs> co-host working on a book now she's working on a book of um movies uh and tv shows that filmed in brooklyn so it's yeah like, oh so she's it's like she's like crunch time now that's why yeah. why she would be here yeah um, but we, we have to have you on when she's kind of yes. met her deadline and I love that. And yes, we she's, would love that. she's Marvel and is she Marvel. Okay. Yeah, she yeah, we Marvel to... And she's star Wars. Yeah. We'll need to talk about that. So, <laughs> so you can have... 
Ari and yeah. I were talking about how us, yeah, us we, two oh, will yeah. have a like I have a nice ten minute intro <laughs> segment just talking about the the cinema the MCU. Um, <laughs> she can contribute to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll be like drinking tea or something. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on, Aaron. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We do have a Facebook page. We have a TikTok that Ariana was supposed okay, to take over. We'll be picking up with, eventually. We'll be not doing anything with that. Um, but yeah, most of our clips, you can find them on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Thanks.